Hello, and welcome back to the Zesty Zoipod. In this episode, I'm joined by Troy Williams, one of the major sponsors of this podcast, as well as a close friend of mine who who is an up-and-coming musician, rapper, producer, whatever you would like to call it. Just, yeah, you could check out Troy Williams on Spotify, um, on pretty much all music streaming platforms. Welcome to the podcast, Troy Williams. Hey, Stanley, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's been a I've been listening to your podcast a bit, um, and I've been sponsoring your posts, so thanks for that. Uh, yeah, um, I'm not don't really have any latest releases, but you could you guys could still always stream Magenta Grap Minds on Spotify and all other platforms that I released last year. Yeah, um, I, I was just about to talk about it. Um, well, I guess let's just start off with your music career, Troy. Um, like, you, I think. From my best knowledge, you started in 2018. Like you started making music and doing all that. Like, can you walk me through the process of doing all that, Troy? Yeah, for sure, Stanley. Um, so basically, in 2018, I guess um, I didn't really know too much stuff to do. Um, I I was bo- kind of bored, but I, I've always had an interest in music. Um, music was a part of my life, I guess. I've like listening to some music growing up, of course, I played piano and some other instruments, and I guess something that really interested me was like creating new things, and I guess music is like kind of like an art form that I enjoy a lot, much more than I guess visual arts and whatnot, and I've always wanted to like create new beats, like I was always visualizing and in my mind thinking of new ways to write songs and stuff like that, like like twisting other songs that I've learned in the past and uh, that I've listened to in the past and I decided to create um the create my alias or create myself as Troy Williams and I went online and saw the most convenient way to I guess set up an account such that I could upload or put my music on streaming services and purchasing platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Play Music, YouTube Music um, or iTunes, Amazon, like those kind of bigger, major platforms. I started off with something called Ditto Music. It seemed like a pretty big and nice platform. And oh, oh wait, sorry to interrupt you, Troy. Um, yeah, I guess you were talking about. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, never mind. I guess you continue. But I was just wondering if the whole process has been like free. Like, how much you had to pay to do all this? Like, how much did you invest in it? Since yeah. Oh yeah, no worries, Stanley. No, you can interrupt me whenever if you have questions, but yeah, so yeah, as I will continue, like Diddle Music, it's, I guess, like some small artists use it. There's a bunch of different, I guess, music content, like platforms, which lets you, I guess, upload your music there, make sure it's all good and verified and all that, and then they upload it to all the major streaming purchase platforms, and usually those... All of those have like specific fees. I think yearly fees. I'm not too sure. I guess Diddle Music seemed pretty legit and pretty decent at the beginning. And yeah, I was able to release release my debut single um, "O oh Cisco" through there, and a bunch of other a, a few other singles after that. And I think that was like twenty dollars for a year, which was pretty good since unlimited music releases and all that. Except one bad part about Diddle Music that, in my personal experience, is that it takes quite a while for it to release and there's a lot of problems so it won't get released such as like random words being in the artwork that's that's not appropriate or whatnot and like it usually takes at least 10 days 
like you can schedule the release dates but it's usually 10 days at least 10 days or so after and it gets all weird and all and it was just way too inconsistent so yeah in December 2019 I guess like around a bit over a year after that after my debut single I decided to switch onto um DistroKid and it's a bit different because yeah it's around the same price $20 for a year and but DistroKid is like a way more simpler interface way less laggy and all that I guess um except one part is that's very consistent um although I don't have any control over the release date it basically puts it out as soon as possible which not a big deal it usually takes around two days which is very good I guess not two businesses just like two days in general so I put it out like on Friday, if I do something on a Saturday night, it'll come out on Monday. It's kind of like that, and it's just way more consistent. Um, it's like way more easier to get everything approved and everything. There's like no problems with the artwork most of the time. And yeah, the only bad part is that I think sometimes at the very bottom, I guess in the credits of the um, music, like when you look at an album at like, I guess Spotify or Apple Music, there's like a copyright, like 2020 and it's usually like the artist name so for example let's take i guess frank ocean blonde for example like you scroll to the bottom it's like copyright boys don't cry which i assume is his production company or something like that or like taylor swift scroll to the very bottom it's like copyright 2020 taylor swift for her albums i guess but in terms of um distro kid it says like copyright you scroll to the very bottom of like the album or whatnot when you're looking at it and it says 2020, like, a random number, records DK, so it's a DistroKid record. You can't really customize it unless you pay extra. Whereas in, whereas for the, um, whereas for Diddle Music, if you, like, pretty much scroll, like, open, like, an original, my debut single or, like, singles released in the first year, it's, it's copyright 2018 Troy Williams, which is, I guess, the one that I put which is a bit more official and better, but it's just a reliability of, of DistroKid, which makes me really want it to put it like that. And I guess another bad part about DistroKid is that um, when it's apparently if you stop the subscription, it'll take down all the songs that you did or something like that. But to me, it's not a big deal, $20 a year, not the biggest investment. And I'm pretty, pretty sure I could do it for the next little while. So not a big deal, like don't really feel like paying extra to upgrade to keep all my songs on it after I delete my account or stop the subscriptions or whatnot. Um, and yeah, so even though it's not as good, I guess not as good overall, or it's like not, not or it's like might not be as official in the long run. I just like DistroKid's just much more reliable and very simple interface, just gets the job done. And at the end of the day, I'm making music, not really looking like, and being like an official artist is a second priority. Like right now, I just want to make quality music, make sure it gets on the platform consistently, etc. Oh yeah, thanks Troy for that long explanation. Yeah, um, Ditto Music and DistroKid, pretty cool stuff, pretty cool stuff. Like, yeah, I don't think you went fully over the, I guess the process of like how you create music, like, you said you're motivated by just, I guess, wanting to create stuff as your first single or whatnot. And, like, is like, do you have any reasons why you created specific songs, or is it just things that randomly go to your head? 
and like like you just made singles like once in a while until I guess last year decided to come out with a full on album, Magenta Grab Lines. And then I guess you create some singles in between and then at the during Christmas you put out a Christmas EP, which which all were, were really good quality music in my opinion. I really enjoyed listening to them. Like I guess what's the motivation behind um doing several, I guess behind some of your songs and whatnot, like, you, you feel free to explain if you're comfortable with it. Yeah, for sure, Stanley. Um, yeah, my debut single, Oh Cisco, um, it was made during my f- very first co-op internship at, or my very first term working at um, um, Cisco in down in Toronto. Um, it was a very good environment, and I guess there's like six co-op students, interns there. And there's a few other, I guess, supervisors and whatnot that we talk to all the time. And yeah, it's a really good experience, especially as my first co-op or like quote-unquote real job outside of like, I guess, um, yeah, just like kind of like a real job. And yeah, I decided to make a single like Oh Cisco. And I don't know, somehow it was random that to this day, I think it's still one of my best songs. Like, given, I guess, the rhyming scheme, like, how catchy it was. Like, everyone basically knows me by Oh Cisco when they first hear my songs. Like, even though they have listened to pre- like current songs, like, Oh Cisco is probably one of the first ones that come to your mind. Because how catchy it is, especially the chorus. Um, I really enjoyed making it. It was like, I came up with the idea, like, I guess, during, like, the one hour plus commutes back and forth. So, like, two hours-ish commutes a day, like... I was able to think of the lyrics, bring out the ukulele, which is my first, which I didn't wasn't too experienced with, but I was able to make the ukulele flow pretty well, which I'm pretty happy with. I used the ukulele, got the lyrics, and I just started playing the song Oh Cisco. I think it was for one of the like end of term videos that I was just messing around, and I, and I decided to, yeah, just kind of take the audio from that video part and put it in as Oh Cisco. Like, I guess looking back, like, the video was a bit cringe, and, like, maybe it's not as good as the ones I do today, but it was still a very solid experience, and overall, and I really enjoyed it, and there's a lot to write about and think, and, yeah, I just enjoyed it overall, and I just put out a single, Oh Cisco, this co-op was nice, and now it's like a Michelle's Cake, I look as it, yeah, that's the chorus, basically, and, yeah, was, I enjoyed it. My next song, I guess, was I Like, and... And yeah, it was, that was a bit more random. Like the next few songs are pretty random. I guess during that December 2018, I was able to get my good friend Road Chicken, which I'm pretty sure he was on one of your podcast, a few of your podcast episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Road Ro- 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 Chicken, Road you came on my podcast like, yeah, a few weeks ago. It was very good to talk with, a lot of basketball knowledge. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he has done some music production in the past, but yeah, 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 he mentioned um, the song to me before. Yeah, 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 he he was able to, we were able to collaborate, and I guess it was my first real feature. Um, it was pretty interesting since we did the garage band, and I went over to his place. Um, we, um, he was able to, I guess, do most of the production. And yeah, we came up with the song, um, um, Road Chicken and I. And yeah, it was a really, it was really cool. Um, I enjoyed working with him. Um, and yeah, um, I guess I also did Stanley Dancing with a, I created, 
a few other singles next year. Um, I guess 2019, my first one with Distrokid was when I first arrived in Austin, which was a song um, I put for my third internship, um, at which was in Austin, Texas. Like, there wasn't any particular, like, individual that I really wanted to feature in the song since, I guess, for my first internship, but the interns are a bit more isolated, whereas this one, I was doing stuff with full-times and a bunch of stuff like that, and my first time outside of Canada for a co-op and whatnot by myself, technically, with my family, and I decided to write the song since it was a very good, good experience in Austin, Texas. And, yeah, I talked about it. And it was a pretty decent song, I guess, pretty solid song that they played at the company year-end meeting, which is embarrassing, or party, which is slightly embarrassing, but it's overall pretty cool, pretty fun to make. And I guess last year, um, Magenta Grab Minds, it was finally time to create a debut album, given the pandemic and everything, I had much more time. Um, I was able to use a lot of old creativity, like old, pr old production drafts that I had of like, just instrumentals, loops, and previously completed songs. Not fully completed, but I was able to complete it during that time, so it wasn't as hard work as making all those songs, but most of those songs are made during the pandemic. It's just a few number, a few of them to round out, I guess, the total official album length definitely helped reduce the workload, but yeah, it was still a pretty big grind to get the album done and all that, but I'm pretty happy with the result. Debut album, I think, pretty well received by most people pretty thankful for the opportunity and yeah so fast forward i was able to do something for halloween my very first music video sweet halloween and then christmas ep i was able to make oh yeah one of my favorite co collaborations was with chani actually um i think you've had him on the podcast oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'd have sad chief on my podcast i think last week as well um yeah he's a very good friend of mine and yeah pr pretty happy to see him work with you last term, or I think a few months ago. Yeah, um, yeah, Stanley, um, Sanchi really did help, was, was a very good assistant, or was able to, very good feature for me, like, it was his very first, I guess, music experience overall, so, even though the audio was, was not as, um, loud as it, we wanted it to be for, on his side, due to, I guess, audio equipment and some technical issues. I'm still very happy with how it turned out. The production was pretty solid. Pretty catchy as well. I guess his feature verse, which comes in at around, I guess, 20-30 seconds of the song, seems a bit quieter than expected, but overall it's still very solid, and he carried the song basically with the feature, and I really enjoyed working with him, and I think he used it as part of his um, computer science course. He told me, um, as part of something to do with, I guess, small music artists, which, yeah, you, I think you mentioned it to me before as well, like, it's really cool what you guys had, the idea that you guys had for up-and-coming music artists, and, yeah, because that's how that turned out. And I guess, most recently, um, my latest single was um, called Soteria, and it basically described a time when I was in my previous internship in, a, I guess, a team, a small squad, called Soteria, and yeah, it was a really good time. Um, had a really good experience. Um, st standout experience just like before, and so I made a song for it. But each person in the squad, since it was only like 10, 11 ish people, I didn't make like a whole big verse for each person like I did for Osisco. But I had a really good experience, really memorable, ex memorable experience, and great vibes all around from like everyone on the team. So 
Yeah, gotta shout them out in a song. An original classic Troy Williams style song. Bit loopy, like I didn't have that much time to work on it, but given, the, I guess, the time and everything, like I was pretty happy with how it turned out. Slightly catchy, not as catchy than Osisco, of course. Don't really want to compare those songs since they talk about completely different experiences. But yeah, talked about, I guess, part of Axon, where I worked at Internaz and Team, which was really cool. And yeah, it's pretty exciting stuff, exciting stuff. But yeah, thanks for the long ex explanation again, Troy. Um, it's good to know how, I guess, your your whole discog discography, sorry if I just went the butchering of the word came to be and yeah really excited to see where it goes next i guess a question i have right now for you is like like for all all the listeners who for this podcast like do you have anything special coming soon or whatnot yeah um i guess most of my things are i want to keep it under wraps i don't really want to say too much but i i'm just saying like maybe um next year no not next year like by the end of the summer, I'll def something may might come out. I'm not gonna say anything in particular, but some something might be out, and yeah, ho hope it will be a pleasant surprise then. But for the most part, I'm still working on my production skills in the Garage Band. I'm not really that good. I'm still, I guess, an up and coming musician, but I still want to improve. I still want to, still want to have good ideas and not just make like random music that makes no sense that's not thematic at all like it's an art form so yeah um that's basically i guess my preview um preview of what i have coming up like i don't not really i might have a few features here and there but i'm not really too big into features at the moment maybe a few but yeah hmm. i see i see i see um so yeah troy um i guess do you have any Guess, I guess as a final thing for this episode, this podcast episode, since you mentioned you have to go soon, so we could maybe talk about it in a future episode. But I guess, in terms of I guess to close off this episode of the podcast, I guess one question for you: um, What has, like, who's your artist for inspiration? Like, what drives you and pushes you forward every day? Good question, Stanley. Um, I guess something I'm really motivated by is just creating new things. Um, experimenting, experimenting with my skills, like I really, I enjoy making music because it's just part of like creation, art creation, like doing different things. Like there's basically an infinite number of combination, of uh, combinations of like instruments, um, like audio sounds, like that can soothe the human ears. And I really want to make high quality music that that people can appreciate, people can listen to, like different moods, like. I really want to improve other people's lives or at least bring some extra joys and want people to feel good about listening to my music since, yeah, obviously, obviously music isn't just about money. Like, I didn't make too much money over my last two years, or I guess we're approaching three years now of my music career, but not really looking at money at the moment, I guess, but I'm looking more for, I guess, inspiration, motivation, motivating other people. Just having a good time in general, like good vibes coming out of the Troy Williams brand in general, and yeah, of course, follow me on at Troy Williams on my Instagram. Um, that's where I come out with the latest content, my life experiences. Um, um, yeah, just shout out to that. Um, and yeah, 
guess hopefully I'll just keep moving forward and do great things for people. Like, because I'm, yeah, not really looking at money right now, for example. Oh, okay, thanks, Troy, for the response. Yeah, it's pretty good that you're not doing this for money. Like, I guess I'm not going to really ask you how much you made, since I guess that could be a personal statement, but pretty sure that you have made great music for lots of people, like, including me, who have it has been really touched by, I guess, some of the themes of your songs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, thanks, Stanley, for the compliment. Like, I really appreciate it. Yeah, so this concludes this episode of the Zesty Zoipod, where we're joined by Troy Williams, a very high-level, very talented up-and-coming music artist. And, yeah, it's been a pleasure to speak to you, Troy. Like, thanks for giving your time. I know you're on a very tight schedule, and thanks for sharing everything that you did today. Hopefully we will have you back on soon and talk more about your music career. But for now, really appreciate it and thank you. Yeah, thank you, Stanley, for having me on the podcast. Um, it's been really fun being on a Zesty Zoe pod, talking about my experiences, as you mentioned before. And yeah, thank you so much. Um, it's been a pleasure. And this, folks, concludes the episode. this current episode of a Zesty Zoe pod with Troy Williams. Um, be sure to... Catch the next episodes with him and other guests in the future by subscribing to this podcast. This podcast episode was sponsored by Troy Williams. Listen to his recent singles and his debut album Magenta Grapevines from 2020, released on all major streaming platforms. That is Troy Williams. Thanks for listening and stay zesty.